1: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, 51 countries ban Bitcoin, the SEC strikes again, and I have some positive news today. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, December 23rd, 2021, and I want to tell everybody, happy holidays, Merry Christmas before tomorrow and before the 25th. Why? Because a lot of people tune out for the holidays they just disconnect turn off everything and so I do see a drop in listenership probably by about a third around holidays especially big holidays and then a huge surge after people playing catch up on the episodes so before people just step away for the holidays and enjoy food and friends and family and Christmas and presents and Santa and hot cocoa football, I want to make sure that I wish every listener a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, and I wish you the best to you and your family. Now let's get into those crypto prices.
0: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks.
1: And I'm recording this at 1124 Eastern Standard Time, running stupidly late today, Uh, but let's get through this and see if I can actually get this out before 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time or 9 o'clock Pacific Time. Bitcoin is in at $48,850, pretty much even from yesterday. Ethereum is at $3,957, down 1.3% from yesterday. Binance Coin is at 530 down 2%. Tether is in the number four spot. And Solana's number five at 181 down 1.6%. Running off the... Actually, I... this is actually very interesting. I have to stop for a minute. The top five are all pretty much red. I mean, including Tether, which is down 0.01%. Tether has its little fluctuations, which are weird. But the next five are up. <laughs> so that's just interesting. Anyway, running off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, USDC, Luna, and Avalanche. Total market cap we're at 2.3 trillion, a BTC dominance of 40.2, and an F dominance of 20.5. And it's time for Coin of the Day. And our coin of the day today is number 128 on coin market cap. It's called Nervos Network. N E R V O S Network. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. That's why I'm spelling it. Its ticker has nothing to do with its name, apparently. CKB, price 2 cents, up 1% in 24. Market cap 587 million. Fully diluted market cap is 703 million. And its supply is 29.1 billion. Its all time high is 4 cents, so it's down. from its all-time high set nine months ago. Its all-time low was two years ago at 0.002 cents, and it's up 700%. Since then, you can buy it on Binance, Global, BitThumb, KuCoin. So what is CKB? Well, Nervos Network describes itself as an open-source public blockchain ecosystem and a collection of protocols. The Nervos CKB Common Knowledge Base, oh, I see why that's there now, CKB Common Knowledge Base no clue what that is, let's see, is the layer one proof of work blockchain protocol of the network. It reportedly allows crypto assets to be stored with security, immutability and the permissionless nature of Bitcoin while enabling smart contracts and layer two scaling. It aims to capture the total network value through a store of value, crypto economic design and native token, the CK Byte. There you have it. Number 128 on CoinMarketCap, ticker CKB. Moving into today's headlines, we have lots of headlines today, so I'm going to make it quick work. Let's see if I can get through it in a reasonable amount of time. A total of 51 countries around the world have placed a ban on the crypto industry, according to a report published by the Global Legal Research Dictorate, the GLRD, of the Law Library of Congress. So according to the report, in 2018, eight jurisdictions had an absolute ban on crypto, while 15 jurisdictions had an implicit ban in November of 2021. Now nine jurisdictions, or let's just call them countries, has an absolute ban on crypto, and 42 have an implicit ban. So what is an implicit ban? I tried to look up the word until I actually looked at the next paragraph of this article. And that next paragraph of the article said this. Implicit bans refer to those which prohibit banks and other financial institutions from dealing in cryptocurrencies or offering services to people or businesses that involve crypto. They also refer to placing bans on cryptocurrency exchanges from operating in the jurisdiction. So what are the countries that placed an absolute ban on the crypto industry? Algeria, Bangladesh, China, Egypt, Iraq. Morocco, Nepal, Qatar, and Tunisia. So I just want everybody that's listening to this episode, this podcast, to know that first, those are nine countries that ban cryptocurrency. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this from one of those countries, I'm surprised they even have this podcast in your country. That's progress. But honestly, that's that's a list that I don't want to be part of. So please, so let's make sure that your country, my country, our country, wherever you're listening to this, is not added to that list. By the way, because of some of these bans, though, We have now an influx of miners to different countries, especially the United States, which is now the largest mining market, with Kazakhstan, number two, and Russia coming in number three. The SEC, or the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, has rejected two more physically backed Bitcoin exchange-traded funds, or ETFs. Which ones, you might ask? Well, it's the Valkyrie and the Cryptoin. And this is a surprise to no one. Last week, they asked two more Bitcoin ETFs. Bitwise and Grayscale. There's a couple more coming up down the pike. On January 22nd, we have Anthony Scaramucci's Skybridge Bitcoin ETF, and we have Fidelity's Wise Origin Bitcoin Trust application on the 27th of January. So we have a couple more coming up, but they keep axing these. The SEC has been pretty consistent with his messaging, stating that this relates to specifically the requirement that the National Securities Exchange must be designed to prevent fraudulent and manipulative acts and practices, and it's to protect investors and the public interest. Obviously, there has been contention with this. There's been letters from congressmen saying, like, why are you going to allow futures Bitcoin ETFs but not spot Bitcoin ETFs? We have more chances in January, but it looks as though that we're not going to get a spot Bitcoin ETF in 2021. As you guys heard yesterday, Jack Dorsey is beefing with Mark Andreessen, the co founder of VC firm Andreessen Horowitz. And they're talking about Web3 and the metaverse and centralization versus decentralization. And oh, obviously Elon Musk had to weigh in, so we have the battle of the billionaires. <laughs> well, Mark Andreessen didn't like that and blocked Jack Dorsey. Kind of funny that you're blocking the creator of Twitter on Twitter. It's just what it is. Well, Jack Dorsey knows how to get people back. It's his platform. He unfollowed Mark Andreessen and the Winklevi and Brian Armstrong. All kinds of things happened yesterday. All kinds of angry tweets back and forth. Even David Sachs, prominent investor and one of the hosts of the All In podcast, uh, got into it with Dorsey a little bit. And just He's just finding it ironic that people are blocking and basically uh, deplatforming Jack Dorsey on his own platform. He thinks it's funny because Jack Dorsey, obviously, you know about the First Amendment conversation around Twitter. Long story short, it's a bunch of billionaires that are kind of getting cranky with each other, which probably won't matter right when they start investing in the same thing anyway, and money's going to start talking. Who knows? All I know is that's the continuation of yesterday's conversation about the Web3 metaverse decentralization, centralization, beef with Dorsey and the world with his buddy, Elon Musk. Uniswap is now on Polygon, which was built to take some of the strain off the Ethereum network. As you guys should know, Uniswap is governed by its HODLers, the HODLers of the UNI token. And last week, they voted overwhelmingly to deploy smart contracts from the V3 version of the protocol onto Polygon. And it was finalized today. The Polygon co-founder said this. With this deployment, Uniswap, the flagship Ethereum project, returns back to the original promise and again offers low fees and open access to everyone. As we know that one of the biggest problems with swapping and doing anything on Ethereum is its gas fees. You could try to buy a $10 NFT and it'll cost you $100 in gas. And just basic transactions could cost you $20, $30 on Ethereum. Well, Polygon aims to fix this. Trump is back in the news He's always trying to find his way back into the news. And this time he got back to the news because of his comments on cryptocurrency. He was on Fox Business this week and he called cryptocurrency a very dangerous thing, which made everybody kind of look at each other, raise their eyebrows and go, huh? You do know your wife is releasing NFTs on Solana. Do you even talk to each other? When asked about this, he said, she's going to do great. She has a great imagination. But he was asked more about his viewpoint on cryptocurrency. He said, "I never loved it because I like to have the dollar. I was never a big fan, but it's building up bigger and bigger, and nobody's doing anything about it. I want our currency to be called the dollar." He continued to say, "I don't want all of these others, and that could be an explosion someday, the likes of which we've never seen. It'll make the big tech explosion look like baby stuff. I think it'll be a very dangerous thing." And it's just funny because it sounds hypocritical, but the hypocrisy doesn't start with Donald Trump and Melania. It also goes to China because Xinhua, the Chinese news agency, is dropping NFTs. Just a quick reminder. We just spoke about it a little bit ago. China banned crypto. But for some reason, NFTs, I don't know. I can't, I can't even. It seems as though they are banning it for you, but not for them. Anyway. Xinhua's NFT drop will comprise of 11 different collections of photojournalism, numbered to 10,000 copies each, and one special edition, each recording many precious historical moments of 2021. As we all know from previous reports, China also doubled down on the metaverse, which is going to be underpinned by NFTs, which is going to have to run some kind of blockchain. Is it going to be all their CBDC? Uh, Who knows? Anyway, we're going to wait to see how this rolls out, but it is not lost on me. The difference in attitude from what is good for them isn't the same as what is good for us. If you guys are wondering how I'm doing with this recording today and if I'm moving along and I'm going to get out on time, the answer is no. The recording is going absolutely very slow today. I'm having to record parts over and over again because my mouth doesn't work. And, well, it's just a disaster. And that goes into Justin's son. He bid in July $20 million to go with Jeff Bezos into space. He's still going. He's going to go on Blue Origins. Justin's son just YOLOing, living the best life he ever could be because he has a crap ton of money. Now he's going into space. If you guys are looking forward to the Super Bowl this year and you guys love Super Bowl ads, well, you're going to see a lot of crypto ads this year. Crypto.com, FTX, they both bought spots in the Super Bowl. So we're going to see Crypto.com and his Super Bowl ad. By the way, this year it cost $6.5 million for 30 seconds. 30 seconds of an ad in the Super Bowl. So who's going to be next? We have Crypto.com, we have FTX. Are we going to get Coinbase? I'm, I'm going to bet on Coinbase. What do you guys think? Today, Arcade, a DeFi marketplace and lending platform, announced a $15 million Series A led by Pantera Capital, Castle Island Ventures, Franklin Templeton Blockchain Fund, and others. Arcade enables hodlers of high-value NFTs to unlock the value of those assets by collateralizing for lending and borrowing opportunities. Arcade facilitated the largest and first permissionless on-chain loan of $800,000 against NFT portfolio. And in all, the total value of assets that have been loaned on the Arcade platform equals around $10 million. And finally, I want you to click on the link in the show notes because this is my feel-good story of the day. This mom quit her job to focus on crypto full-time and build generational wealth. She now makes around $80,000 per month consulting in the crypto space. She is 46 years old. So I hope you read this story and I hope that if you're thinking about getting in the crypto space and you might be thinking, oh, I'm too old. It's too late. It's not, I'm not early enough. You're still early. You're not too old. You can do it. Jump into the crypto space. Take the pledge. Start small. Get your toe wet. Get your beak wet. If you really believe in this industry and you really want to make a career change and you really want to do something that you believe in and work in an industry that you believe in. It's never too late. You can do it. You can do it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer, and I have to go edit this show very, very quickly because it's already noon, and I am late, very late, getting this episode out. Until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.